The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent. From the mind of Hot Seat House, Vine's C.L.R. Rule brings you an unfiltered and highly informative audio and visual experience. His personal style and taste will always remain true to culture, education, and collective empowerment. His hot takes true to the hot seat's essence will keep you on your toes. He's not here to offend anyone. This audio and visual experience may contain explicit language and content. You can support this podcast within the app. This podcast is sponsored by Leopold Jacobs 1983, a lifestyle fashion brand for the upwardly mobile business professional. Get ready to explore the mind of Vine's C. Alaru, bringing you the latest in hip-hop, art, fashion, sports, and pop culture. You're now a part of a community of culture, education, and collective empowerment. And now, your host Vine's C. Alaru. sure this thing's up make sure it's up and running it's working what up people long time it is vcr <laughs> formerly known as hot seat haas or um malcolm jamal warner you are now tuned into Vines See Allah Rule, home of bottomless champagne gas, heavy prayer, and blessings. Oh, and don't forget to share this on your social media pages. Vines See Allah Rule, we need more champagne. What's up, people? Haven't spoken to you guys and girls and in-betweens in some time, like I said. But we are back for, I guess, I don't know how long. But share some conversation. Some cool things that came about And um, It's about it Hope, Hopefully these levels are, are, are okay And um, all of that jazz You dig But um, Let me go over here And look at some things um, Always so much going on In our creative world and our spaces that we operate in <clears throat> And which is particular to you or Personal to you or whatever But um Cool things that come across my desk all, all the time And um Just want to shed some light on it Um We are currently right in the DMV area and it is 11.45 um, On this What is this uh, Wednesday afternoon Maybe I could give you some Maybe I try to keep it short But um, A little recap uh, My son is in school Which is Wonderful He's transitioning well 
and um, he likes his school, he likes his classmates, he likes his teachers. It's fun. I'm excited. Um, I'm excited for him um, because this, this, these things, uh, you know, the overall, I guess, idea of getting him in school or in a school has so many layers. What schools, you know, right? Uh, is it location? Um, everything that goes into it. Can he get in? Or um, you know, our schedules as parents. All of these things come into factor. It's so much more. I'm just being, just throwing some joints off the dome. Pause. Wow. Um, but you get it. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you know my my I got. People that listen, or if you come across, if you're parents, or if you're in the know, or if you have some siblings, or you know friends that are parents, you get it. it, it it's new, definitely for the new parents, um, such as myself, um, and all of that. Uh, it, it, it's it's exciting. Um, I may sound lax or laid back, but you know how, or VCR. Sorry. It's exciting. It's it's nerve wracking. It's you know a lot of anxiety. Um, you know, so 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 layered. You know, he's back in he's in not back in school, but he's in school and squared away. So that that leaves me with some time to um, get my my myself um, up and out or whatever. You know, um, and that's cool for me. And my lady, you know, because from the morning to afternoon, my son is under somebody else's supervision, which is nerve wracking. And, you know, he was under me for the last four years um, or under his mom. And now somebody else is putting a sim card <laughs> nah it's cool though you know what i mean it, it's it's a it's a level of trust it's a level of um it's a relationship it's a community <clears throat> i went to parent what parent teacher or or back to school night it's new you know it's 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 something that you know i've never really probably thought about and then now you walk in these steps and you're in, in it and it's 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 pretty cool. And um, I'm with it. And the journey has begun. The school journey, the matriculation, the education, the the um, lecturing, the learning, all of these things um, for me as a parent. And then more so, um, which should be at, at this freaking net at first. Or primary is for what's right for my son in school. Um, so, salute to that. His school is like five minutes away. <clears throat> I could throw a football over there. Um, well, actually, I could throw a bowling ball over there. That's how strong I am. Um, and so that's cool. It's diverse. Um, what else? I'm trying to throw on the table for you.
Yeah, it's 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 just so many. I could I don't know. I don't know how if I when I'll come back on and talk to you. But um, you can follow me, social media. Let's take a break. We will be right back with more from Vine C. Allah Rule. This episode is sponsored by Leopold Jacobs 1983, a lifestyle fashion brand for the upwardly mobile business professional. Go grab a drink, grab a snack, roll up, use the restroom. We will be back shortly. Yo, what the fuck? Yeah, need a um, Let my life just but like during the process of getting him in school, like it was like you give all these documents and it was almost as if he he wasn't my child the the it was it was a it was a tedious process and I'm, and I, and I understand but I'm like what more do you want from me as a dad to prove that <laughs> whatever um, so that was nerve-wracking um and until he like we had it, it was a lot we had to go through and it it, it makes me feel um that there's a lack of something in the structure in school, right? Then you go and for my area or whatever, and I'm pretty sure the news and because it, it's circulating, it, it's uh, reflective that there's a lack of professionals in the field, um, whether they're teachers, whether they're um, guidance counselors, um, instructors, all the way down to bus drivers. Um, so there's, as far as, you know, what I got through getting him in, wow. I saw that, uh, or I was, you know, I got to understand that there was something missing or something that I don't know, you know, I'm not knocking it, but, um, because everybody was in a sense kind, everybody, you know, it's just, I don't know. So, but then to you know, get, now I'm in this whole community of so I, I turn on the news or I'm getting these newsletters in my email, you know, um, these changes with transportation. It was a big issue in our area with, with back to school as far as bus routes. Um, ch- kids weren't going, you know, getting picked up. Um, they were getting picked up late and all of these things because of the lack thereof. Um, so there is something there. You know, I'm not off. Um with my judgment or my my view of it and um there's a lack of someone like me in there when you go further into it you know someone that um for one that's black for one that's male and um that that um can relate to 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 it to the kids, to to the experience, to to it all, and uh, and I'm sure there's so many more like me um, that's um, in a sense interested in it, or just has the qualifications. You know what I mean? The 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 personality, the background, the education, all that thing. You know what I mean? Um, so that's cool. I, I you know I and 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 I want to go more into that. Whether it be more um, research or more um, conversation with, with you guys and girls and in betweens, and respectfully, and um, you know, you never know where it, where where it can go. So I, I will put a pin on that. But salute to all the kids back to school. Um, 
it, it was always a thing for me growing up. I was always fond of going back to school with all of the hype, all of the marketing of it. You know, school clothes and book bags and um, accessories and supplies and just the hype. You know what I mean? Just the whole idea, you know, laying your stuff out. And, and And um, my son was excited to 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 you know wear new clothes or wear the things wear these certain things because prior to it, you know you know not like I I didn't care about how he dressed obviously that's not but following him and and through it out through it all I just throw on you know what almost something similar to how I dress <laughs> but. I keep it where, you know, he wants to wear his flip-flops every day. He wants to wear these things every day, rain boots every day, and it's it's summertime and all of these things. Um, and you kind of let that happen and let that play out. But when in school, it's more of a structure and it's more of a, you know, not like he, he, you don't want him to be the individual, but you let them be the individual with guidelines. Like you got to wear jeans or you got to wear pants or you got to wear a shirt or you can't wear rain boots. Or you can't wear sandals because whatever. But um, yeah, it, it, you know, it's 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 pretty dope. It's pretty dope. The process of it, you know what I mean. So. Uh, it, 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 you know, these things have always been, um, it's full circle. That makes sense. You know, this gnat is annoying me. So, but, and how did you get down here? How did you follow me down here? You know, you really followed me down into the basement? Jeez. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, like, I, I always enjoyed it, you know, and he had, I see that in him, you know what I mean, right now. Um, so as it blossoms, it's, it's going to be something cooler to be a part of and all, and all of that great stuff. Um, there's an article that's kind of relative to, 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 to this whole idea of parenting and back to school and dads and single dads and my experience getting him in you know applying and getting him in registering him from school and this whole idea of like the lack thereof or people in the field is um the article so I'll, I'll get to that but to be a little lighter um I don't want to talk forever just we're already 13 minutes and I probably um drained you out no but wow. it's pretty cool you know the whole the whole idea of going to school, the the car ride in and all of the cars lined up, whether you're car riders or you're walking to school or you're taking your bike or you you getting on the bus. It's so laid out. It's 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 pretty cool. But like celebrating hip hop, um, celebrating the fiftieth, um, celebrating Hove, there's the book of Hove. Um, at the Brooklyn um, Library, and and and, and um, I I want to go. You know, I'm such a whole stand. Um, if you know, you know. If you don't, well, 
and this is something that's amazing uh, in, in, in celebration of hip hop, celebration of the 50th, celebration of the anniversary, celebration of hope, celebration of success of hip hop. It's so art um, documentation, do, you know what I mean? Relics, um, you know, hip hop arch, archive, um, a timeline. You know, rem like if you, you know, like this can live on after its exhibit, its timeline. And however, or you know, through that you've seen because it, it at one it, I think it was supposed to end in the summer, and then it got extended through October, then it got extended to December. The Book of Hove, there's its document and um, the overall. Uh, um, success of Jay-Z And Reasonable Doubt And his career um, And everything And It's an article Ain't No Jigga On IG Infamous um, People have said It's actually Jay-Z But um, We don't know Allegedly um, He made a post It's Jay-Z Biggs um, Emery And I think um, Beehive on a on a white GS three hundred Lexus, um, and Jay Z, Cream Biggs, Burke, Bryant, Beehive, Biggs, and Emery Jones photograph for a feature in New York Magazine by Stephen Th- Thalman in September nineteen ninety five, titled "The Myth of the Non Driving New Yorker." The spread of the October issue challenged the stereotype of New Yorkers as non drivers. Jay had bought his daily driver in ninety three from Lexus. Um, of Bay Ridge in Brooklyn for 41k shortly after purchasing the rapper employed the Craig Malice of the popular CAAR Electronics on West 49th Street to outfit his prized possession on his request they installed a multi-disc Sony CD player 15,000 Macintosh stereo top of the line speakers and subwoofer for the passengers and passengers entertainment the company installed a Sony VCR player and three video monitors two in the headrest and one in the visor on the passenger side back in the 90s Jay and his hustling partners who worked for both legal and legal means had an affinity for Lexus motor vehicles and many caravan trips were made up and down the I-95 moving merchandise as soon as Jay and his crew had a little money they were of course, eager to show it to the world by choosing the GS300, they were able to conform to the cultural f- rule of flyness, but could also stay low when it came to law enforcement targeting the latest Benzes and BMWs being driven in Brooklyn. As Jay has done throughout his life and career and decoded, he wrote how plays such as this were elevating his game, not by throwing on a bigger chain, but by showing more refined and even slightly obscure taste. When Rockefeller Records became the legal hustle, Jay and Dame Dash would drive matching GS 300s and off-white and black, respectively. Key investor Biggs, however, owned the gold Acura Legend Coupe. Many who lived in New York back then have an antidote on of seeing Jay and Dame cruise down 8th Street and across the five boroughs parking on a sh- corner and selling the rapper singles out of out of the trunk they used the same crack cocaine hustling skills he had developed for the past eight years to sell records compact discs t-shirts and stickers anywhere everywhere included acts and barbershops and bartenders to stock their shelves um this conversation goes on in the comments bear with me um let me see what part two is at oh still um in the 
In the night hours, the rock crew would show up at clubs in a line of Lexuses and buy out the bar of Cristal, while most people in the clubs would buy him a wet. Another example of them showing their refined taste. While some might have seen Jay-Z as just another rapper without a deal, when Alexis rolled up, they started thinking twice about who he was. Second conversation. Um, throughout his career, Jay's love for the Lexus GS range has featured heavily in his lyrics and accompanying material included a starring role in his first ever promotional shoot with photographer Jamil GS in 95. And then in his Dead President's music video in 2003, the rapper can be seen getting pulled over with Rick Rubin in the GS 300 in the 99 Problems video and a nod to an actual 94 interaction with law enforcement while driving the vehicle on the I-95. Reasonable Doubt was stacked with Lexus references, so it was only right for the album's 10th anniversary concert in 2006 that Jay cruised on stage in an off-white Lexus. Hov's always special. Nobody can't beat Jay-Z. If Hov come outside on stage with that damn tuxedo on, game is solidified. It's a wrap. The mythology that is Jay-Z is so incredible. It's the 10th anniversary of something huge. My favorite hip hop album. Reasonable doubt. Undoubtedly. This Best rap ever. Yeah. We gonna touch a lot of people today, I know that. Jay, we love you. In the summer of 96, the music industry opened the floodgates. Thousands of hustlers come from all over the place to make their millions. One of them stood out the most above all. He was Jay Z. What's up? I did a concert with. I really just wanted to do something special. I put my all into that album. That was the album that changed my life. The 10th anniversary was coming up on it, and I was like, I do something special, something to celebrate. If you don't do Radio City, if you don't do an orchestra, then everyone's gonna wear tuxes, I'm gonna wear a white one. leading up to rehearsal, and I was cramming because Reason Doubt is a very worthy album. You know, it's it's a lot of these couplets that just go on and on, and you want to better sweet on touch letters that chat us forever, live treasures, all these cetera, to the death of us. It just keeps going. These couplets are just going, going on. So it was difficult to learn all these words again, to relearn them. It was fun. It was challenging. So I, I was like really cramming for a test to learn these uh, up until the last day. It's gonna be different, but it's gonna be hot. Sounds wonderful, it's, right? It's just so much fun, isn't it? This sounds incredible. Such an amazing sort of combination. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we started doing it with Kanye. Uh -huh. And he just got so excited in the studio. Yeah, yeah. It was brilliant. It was like, this, this works. Yeah. You know, and it's lovely because it's so new. That's right. No one's doing it. That's right. Great. So well done having the confidence to Stretching do it. the genre out. Yeah, stretching baby. The <laughs> I found a brilliant team, you know, the wonderful and the beautiful conductor. We had a little bit of rhythm and everything, so I had to have uh, Quest Love from the roots. Everything just worked out. It was one of those nights that was supposed to happen.
Give me a second. Let me let me soak it all in. Give me a second. I was excited about um, doing Radio City, right? And I know that the, the last time we did the garden, it sold out in like eight minutes, ten minutes. I was hoping that it would sell out. I was thinking, you know, maybe the garden. I didn't even know it was possible to sell out in two minutes. So I never had that in mind. And that was like, wow. Every time you go out and you do one of these things, you think it's going to do well. You know, you think you're going to do well, but then when it happens, it's so rewarding. Like, it's like, are you kidding me? Like, it's, it's humbling and it's rewarding at the same time. I find myself reminiscing. Remember this one? When he was here, he was crazy nice with his son. I miss him. Long as I'm living, he's living through memories. He's there to kill all my suicidal tendencies in heaven, looking over me. Or in hell, keeping it cozy. I'm coming like one of these streets and what it's supposed to be. Remember knowing mutual friend with me and him feuding. Soundtrack by the orchestra playing Regrets. Yeah, this is a dope read. You can tell by the comments. Um, where's the third one? Um, and the last write-up of it. Um, in a 2012 interview with Complex Magazine, Nas confirmed that it was seeing Jay and the Rockefeller brethren cruising in their Lexuses around New York City that made him sell his own GS300 and deliver the Lex with TV sets, the minimum line on it, it was written. Written's The Message, which dropped just seven days after the release of Reasonable Doubt. I saw Jay-Z driving a fitted-out Lexus with the TVs in them, so I got rid of my Lexus, the Queens rapper explained, of a line that likely added to the tensions from him failing to show up to the Bring It On recording session. I was looking for the next big thing. It wasn't a shot at Jay, but it was just saying that that's the minimum you got to have. He definitely inspired that line, but it was, wasn't necessarily a shot at him, but because the song was a shot at everybody, he just fell into that. Y'all remember. So, in all that, and long, sorry, long winded, the um, exhibit, Book of Hove, will, fe will feature the Lexus GS. Um, so, they're, they're adding more physical, um, you know, recollects or remembrance or, 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 you know, whatever to add to this exhibit. Um, I've seen pictures from all walks of life, you know, whether it's celebrities that have, you know, made made their way into the building or my friends. And I just had a conversation with one of my friends yesterday about um, it all. Um, so shout out to her and shout out to that. Um, so check it out. I know I, I, I'm, I know I'm going to check it out. Um, I want to bring my son. I know my bro. The crew and everybody like that. Um, I know my lady too, even though she's a Nas fan, but she's a whole fan. And through it all, she's a whole fan because um, she has always been with Lexus in a sense. She put me on to Lexus. Um, so that's cool. We actually have a, a, a GS350 uh, hybrid. It's so an old joint, similar to this body, that the white one that's featured, but it's newer, so it's not that old body, because this is what they said that's a 93, and the one we have is like a 2011 or something like that. But it's it's black. I guess it's the one that Dane was driving, if, if it's, if you want to really put it to a comparison. Um, but shout out to that. 
also got one of our Alexis's at a time from the Bay Ridge in Brooklyn also. It was a black one. I remember she traded in um, a white RX 350. It's like a 2016, a white one. Those was dope. The whole steering wheel was wood grain. Instead of now, it's like half the steering wheel is wood grain. But anyway, small stuff. Um, but yeah, check that out. Sorry. Um, what else I had on a docket? I just was putting stuff in my, um, my notes. Oh, this is cool. It's like two more things on it. Um, Drake's nothing was the same and analysis, how the reverse album was done years before Kendrick's damn it said that Drake's nothing the same album. If you play the album from, I guess, you know, the, in reverse, it's it could play out in fashion as of as if as if it's supposed to be played out. Um, just like Kendrick's damn album, um, it was a whole analysis on that with Kendrick's damn album. How you could play that album in reverse, and it's 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 a great story. Um, so this is interesting. Um, it goes, nothing was in shout out to, uh, doom stand one at MF doom stand one on Twitter or X. Sorry. Nothing was the same as an album all about duality songs like furthest thing own it and Wu-Tang forever are all double meanings about both love and rap music. Lots of songs also have two parts with beat switches and the musical duality of Drake's rapping and singing. But there's another part to the concept. Nobody seems to talk about the albums created to be played in reverse, just like Kendrick's Lamar, just like Kendrick Lamar's damn was. This thread is going to be going to prove that concept. It's such a journey that it's over quickly, but you forget where you started. So you have to listen again. By the time you get to 305 to my city, you don't remember how you got there from Wu-Tang Forever. It's all connected. The initial idea was to release two versions of the album. The deluxe version was going to flip the whole track list so it would go pound cake, then too much. It would go in reverse. Uh, it was cool. Different listening experience. We never brought it into fruition. I think it was some iTunes issue or something like that. Quote from Drake. Um, intro, pound cake. The album opens up with a speech wishing for listeners to enjoy what they're about to listen to. Enjoying the future tense. So we hope you enjoy listening to this album half as much as we enjoy playing it for you because we all had a ball. Um, outro, uh, Tuscan Lever, the album ends with a speech about closing out with something inspirational. If we may, we would just like to close off with something a bit inspirational, hopefully, or something. Furthest Thing, Furthest Thing starts off with Melancholy Stone. And then switches to a triumphant part two. Then this fades out and roughly transitions into Tuscan Leather, which picks up with the same energy and triumph. Drake also says, this is the shit I want to go out to. Then we reach Tuscan Leather, verse three, the final verse of the album. This is what 100% confirms the theory to me. The whole album has been the intro, the movie, Memento starts stars guy pierce with the short-term memory loss where he pieces together events that are all out of place how much time is this nigga spending on intro lately i've been feeling like guy pierce in memento 
Just like Guy Pearce, Drake has everything out of order by referencing the intro on the outro. So if you listen to it in reverse, you'd hear him call the final song the intro. Be confused, but then the memento bar makes it make sense. The ending to memento opens the film. Alongside these obvious lyrical references, the album flows so incredibly well in reverse. There are songs like tapes being rewound and musical juxtapositions like we're from time soft piano outro instantly going into worse behavior marking the energetic second half nothing was the same as a carefully constructed masterpiece with drake at his artistic peak don't let this concept go unnoticed um yeah pretty cool i thought that was cool and and drake Drake's Nothing Was The Same was one, is one of my um, favorite albums from Drake. Um, and also, um, the new album, I think, for, for the dogs, is supposed to um, be reminiscent of, of that Drake. So anyway, what else is on my list? Uh, let me pull this up but in the meantime car sex is wild um like i said car sex is wild um yeah if you excuse me my stomach if you're having car sex still salute to you i'm not hating i'm not knocking you but that's wild you know what i mean and i know it's mad random i just jumped into that but yeah, one of my buddies was talking about he recently had some car sex. And I was like, you're wild, bro. Um, but anyway, found what I was looking for, and this is going to be the pin, and this is going to end it. Um, just wanted to talk to you for a minute. Um, meet the stay-at-home dads. They're on the rise as more men drop out of work and skip college. Uh, this is from Business Insider, um, Juliana Kaplan, August 15th, 2023. <sighs> Andrew Bright loves his job. It's the best thing he's ever done. For the past 18 months, he's been working as a stay-at-home dad, taking care of his son. It was a surprising pivot. When he met his now wife 10 years ago, it was a path he told her he was completely uninterested in. I just thought that would be boring and be a bad use of my skill set and would force me to do a lot of things that I'm not great at, Albright Ebright, who previously worked as a lawyer told Insider. Then his son was born. For him, all the cliches about becoming a parent came true. I cried tears of joy. I was like a waterfall that week, he said. The thought of getting to be with him every day and to help him felt motivating and fantastic i've never felt that sort of passion before to do something ebright isn't alone the number of stay-at-home dads in the u.s has been on the rise over the past 30 years with dads making up nearly one-fifth of all stay-at-home parents an analysis from the pew research center found it's a trend often fueled by economic downturns and one that some stay-at-home dads hope will stick around historically you can see the spikes happen at any time of a, of an economic downturn. A husband may lose his job or something like that and decide to be a, a stay-at-home dad, but then he chooses to remain a stay-at-home dad, Shannon Carpenter, a stay-at-home dad for 15 years and the author of The Ultimate Stay-at-Home Dad, told Insider. 
it's almost like it makes socially acceptable because that's really what you're fighting. I'll say that again. It's almost like it makes it socially acceptable because that's really what you're fighting. As child care remains financially out of reach for many American families, it's an economical solution that makes sense and could also be a solution to the workplace crisis American men are facing. As the Wall Street Journal reports, fewer men have been enrolling in college compared to a huge rise in women, a widening gap, according to data from this National Student Clearinghouse. Men's college enrollment finally increased by 0.4% in spring 2023 after years of decline. Women are far outpacing men when it comes to getting bachelor degrees, according to data from the National Center for Education Statistics. Plus, more prime working at age men are voluntarily working fewer hours and quite, qu- quite quitting. According to a study by researchers at Washington University in St. Louis, men without college degrees are leaving the labor force because their jobs aren't garnering the social status or earnings they desire, according to a paper from the Boston Fed. This article shows a, uh, a, a chart. Um, Men's labor force participation rate and it's on a decline. It shows from 1950, which was at 86 percent um, to 2020, which is now 68 percent. Richard Reeves, a Bookings Institution scholar and the author of Boys and Men, theorizes traditional workplace options for men are shrinking and there hasn't been any vision of something to take their place as men. We're not evolving as fast as women in the workforce, right? We don't have as many options, Carpenter said, and that's starting to change. And you can see the change starts with stay-at-home dads, and that that is an option for us to go through. How stay-at-home dads are changing. Over the past 30 years, the number of stay-at-home parents have been on the rise, but the number of stay-at-home moms has essentially stayed flat, All the increase was basically due to stay-at-home dads. The stay-at-home dad population almost doubled. Richard Fry, a senior researcher at Pew, who authored the analysis on stay-at-home dads, told Insider. Estimated number of stay-at-home parents. It's a chart from 1990 to 2020. And 1990, um, mothers were at 10 million or a little under 10 million and... In 1990, fathers were a little under 2 million. And um, if I'm reading that, yeah. So in 2020, we see it rise. And not even in 20... I mean, it's, it's been on a rise, basically, from 1990 to 2020. And in 2010, it hit its highest peak, I would say. I mean, 2010, it hits its its highest peak. And in 2020, it's at 2 million. And for mothers, it's been on a decline and and it came back up. Um, And in 2020, for mothers, it's further under uh, 10 million. So it's probably, yeah, around nine and something like that. But. At the same time, dads have become more intentional about the stay-at-home role. They are increasingly staying home for the sole purpose of taking care of their families and homes rather than because they are ill, retiring, or unable to find work. It's an important distinction that's helping to change the stigma around parenting and breadwinning. 
Caring for families and homes still is not the major reason that dads are staying home, but it's risen the most eightfold, to, so to speak. Fry said, adding, there's much less sort of action or change among stay-at-home moms. Stay-at-home dads still differ in some key ways from their working com- counterparts and look different from the moms opting to stay home. Pew found stay-at-home dads were like Leslie were less likely to have a bachelor's degree than dads in the workforce and more likely to live in poverty. If you're a better educated dad, you're less likely to be a stay-at-home father, Fry said, though the Though he added that both men and women had become increasingly better educated over the years, even with that educational disparity between men in the workforce and men staying at home. Fry said that the percentage of stay at home dads with a bachelor's degree have grown over the last 30 years. While the big bump in stay at home dads is all relative, stay at home moms still dwarf their male counterparts when it comes to sheer numbers. It may show how attitudes have changed. There's a bit of shift. Among the nation's fathers, Fry said, is it huge? No, but there seems to be some evidence that changing gender norms are contributing to the rise in stay-at-home dads. To hug my kids and take care of my kids is not a gender thing. Quote, and I'll end it there because it's going to continue, continue, and I doubt you want to hear me ramble. But that's an interesting article I came across. And it sheds light to my dilemma in a sense, or not dilemma, but my situation. And um, it's interesting because we're breaking these stigmas and we're breaking the, um, it's changing. And however, the reason it may change for you, if you can relate, that's dope. And it's fair. You know what I mean? You can make your own reasonings and, um, you know, you can shift and create your own community and you create your own guidelines and create your own re- understanding of what works best for your family. Um, so I thought that was dope. And, I, and, I, and I'll end it on that because it's 36 minutes. I didn't think I'll talk this long. Wow. But shout out to everybody who rocks with VCR, Hot C Haas. Whatever you want to call me. Shout out to Leopold Jacobs, 1983, a lifestyle brand for your uply mobile business professional. Hit the white website, find something you love. We have a bunch of cool items um, for your everyday and vacation wear. Um, like I said, find something you love. Shout out to Bubbles Kept Cleaning. It's all in the bubbles um, and uh, everything like that. Stay tuned and I'll get to uh, more of my experience being a stay-at-home dad. There's so much involved in that. There's so much to expand on that and so much to come from that. So stay tuned and you catch me on the next episode or whenever I jump back on here and, and talk some junk with y'all. It's been cool. Y'all be good. Well, that's all, folks. Stay tuned to the next episode of Vine C. rule. In the meanwhile... Check out some of our other episodes and content produced and edited by Hot Seat Haas. Vine C. La Rule is recorded in the DMV area. The podcast can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube and other streaming platforms. The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent. Nigga was clearly lying.